0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com.
1: Joining us on the line, we have uh, my great friend, Steve Cortez. Steve is such a wonderful warrior for our cause. He's a CNN political commentator and a member of the Trump 2020 re-elect committee. Uh, he's just a fabulous voice. He's a happy warrior. He stands his ground. He's firm. But always conceals whatever frustration he's likely to have. and (laughs) Let me tell you, I mean, he's human, so he's got to be frustrated from time to time, but you would never know it. He deals with interviews and critics and everybody with such great aplomb. Steve Cortez, welcome.
0: Hey, Nick. With with an introduction like that, you can have me on any time. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Good to talk to you.
1: Always a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, We've been talking about Mitt Romney, Steve. I know you've got some thoughts. Hit Uh. us
0: you know, I'm ashamed I voted for him in 2012. I really am. I mean, not that I would have ever voted for Barack Obama. Uh, But by the way, that election, I think we forget about this, right, because Barack Obama has been so, you know, canonized by mainstream media. We forget he was quite vulnerable at that time in 2012. He was very beatable if Mitt Romney had just fought, if he actually had some guts uh, and some fire in his belly and was willing to fight for that nomination, or excuse me, for the election uh, at the end. And of course, he didn't. You know, instead, he showed his what he's really made of, and now he's shown it even more starkly. Uh, I think, quite frankly, the man is a coward. So he, he kisses up to Trump when he wants to be named Secretary of State. He kisses up to him when he wants his endorsements so he can become a senator. And then once it's comfortable, uh, once he thinks the president is vulnerable, he turns on him and he goes to mainstream media and gives this you know ridiculous holier-than-thou speech, uh, about Donald Trump. So for, quite frankly, I believe Mitt Romney, I, by the way, I, I think he represents, I have a good analogy, I think he reminds me a lot of Greg Marmalard from Animal House. Okay. <laughs> the Republican party has had enough Greg Marmalards. We've, we've had a lot of them. Okay. I would say that uh, Speaker Ryan was an example of a Greg Marmalard. All right. These people who sort of looked at part, sort of talked the part, they pretend to be conservatives, but they're unwilling to fight. Um, and that's, and that's fascinating. Really what we see, you know, with, with Mitt Romney. And by the way, even if even if Mitt Romney were to won were to have won, or people like Paul Ryan, even when they win, do we really win? I mean, do,
1: you're, you're exactly do right. Constitutional do we really conservative
0: win? Steve,
1: we're coming up to a break, but I'd love you to stay on. We'd like to talk about the Mexico violence, the need for the wall, and many things else. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm Nick Adams. More with Steve Cortez coming up shortly. Take the Welcome back. It's a pleasure to have you your company. You are listening to Nick Adams on the Dennis Prager Radio Show. And uh, we're joined by Steve Cortez, CNN political commentator and member of the election 2020, the reelection 2020 committee for President Trump. Uh, Steve, you were just sharing a fabulous analogy regarding Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan and many of those kind of feckless types that looked the part but really uh, they're a dud.
0: Right. No, empty suits. And I, I said they're it, Greg Marmalard from animal house uh, is who I would compare them to. So, you know, maybe have the right resume, maybe physically looked apart, maybe, you know, say what we, what they think we want to hear, uh, particularly during campaign season, but then go to Washington and act like swamp creatures. Uh, quite frankly, I think Paul Ryan certainly did that. And Mitt Romney is doing it, not past tense. He's doing it right now. And, uh, you know, e- even when those folks win, uh, do we really win? Do conservative constitutional principles take hold? Uh, or is it really just they just join the establishment and blend right in with the swamp? I would argue, unfortunately, it's the latter. Well, listen, Donald Trump, I will tell you this, is no Greg Marmalade. Uh We know
1: that. No, he's definitely the opposite of that. So, Steve, uh, we've seen some violence in Mexico. Uh, I know that you favor the wall being built. Um, right. Talk to us about that.
0: Yeah, no, listen, and believe me, I take no pleasure in reporting on this, but it it didn't get a lot of attention in mainstream media, and it needs to. Uh, What we saw in Mexico in recent days, it started Thursday. I think the fighting continued into Friday, still some small skirmishes over the weekend, was effectively the Sinaloa cartel, which was El Chapo's uh, cartel, um, going to war, really, against the Mexican police and the Mexican military, and quite frankly, Nick, winning. Uh, the yeah. Mexican police had custody briefly of al Chapo 's son, and uh, they were arresting him to, you know so that he could be imprisoned and tried and They literally gave him up because there was such they, they were so fearful of the consequences of continuing to fight. It was a pitched street battle in a pretty wealthy neighborhood in Sinaloa uh, in the northern part of mexico and again the uh, the cartels won so I think that this what this shows us is unfortunately. Our southern neighbor is one of the most violent places in the world, statistically, in terms of homicides. In addition to that, the cartels, if anything, seem to be getting stronger. In addition to that, the cartels, other than just controlling the drug trade, a, a massive source of their power and their income is controlling the border on the southern end of our southern border. Uh, They are in control, and no one crosses without their approval, without payment, uh, without their permission. We've allowed that to happen largely because of our porous border policies. Well, it can't happen anymore. Or before long, those horrible scenes that we've seen play out in Mexico, they could play out here in Arizona, in New Mexico, in Texas. We can't let that happen. It's just another reason I believe Donald Trump was so prescient in calling for the wall. And it's a job that's finally starting, but a job we need to finish in a second term.
1: A job that certainly needs to be finished. Steve, uh, impeachment. What's going on there?
0: You know, look, I think what's going on, first of all, I, unfortunately, Nick, I do think it, it's happening at this point. I think it's a fait accompli that the the indictment part of it, the impeachment part will happen. I think we will have to endure a trial. I'm a firm believer that the reason this is happening is because they know that they can't win in, in 2020 for two reasons. Number one, we have an amazing record to run on um, of constitutional judges being appointed and an economy that's booming so they don't want to run against that on the other side of the coin same coin is they have an incredibly weak field of candidates and i think that speaker pelosi uh, on you know understands that implicitly she never admitted of course but uh so their their strategy then is to try to wound the president to uh, to try to make the country go through this process which should only be reserved for you know the the most dire of circumstances, uh, but instead they're going to use it as, as an election tactic effectively. Uh, it's a shame for the country because we have a lot of serious business like finishing the wall, um, a lot of serious business to attend to. And instead we're going to be diverted into this, you know, farce of a, of a spectacle in Washington, DC. But I do think ultimately it backfires on them. I think ultimately the American people see through the smoke and through this, just to to ascertain the charade it is. Um, and it will strengthen the resolves uh, to, to, re-elect this president.
1: Uh, Steve, uh, we really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, You always put things so succinctly and clearly for us, and and we're very grateful for that.
0: You bet. Thank you, Nick. Uh,
1: That was Steve Cortez, CNN political commentator, uh, Trump supporter, uh, telling us exactly what we really already knew, and that is that uh, this president is under fire that it is likely that impeachment will pass the House and it will go to a trial in the Senate. Uh, We do need to build that wall. We do need to keep America great. And uh, there are a lot of forces trying to stop that. And it is an absolute tragedy. But we're going to talk a whole lot more about it. When we come back, we'll start to talk a little bit about why all of these people are giving our president a hard time.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com.